Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, beautiful pod people, and welcome to another brand spanking fresh new episode of Is It Just Me? The podcast that talks about all manner of nonsense and serious shizazzle. And of course, it's not just me. It's never just me. It is me, Joe Elvin, host and co-host. Yeah, well, I'm James Willis. I'm, I'm still in awe of that amazing use of shiz- shizazzle. I love shizazzle, and I'm not allowed to say it at home, oh. so you're going to hear it a lot on the podcast. Bring it on. I'm loving it's it. It's like the, uh, the husband and young flatmate get very <laughs> upset if I say anything vaguely youthful. Oh, so, shizzle away. Oh, I can't wait to start using and that inappropriately uh, around millennials and offending them. Speaking of <laughs> bedazzling shizzle. I mean, talk about it, come on. We've got an amazing guest today. She is a writer, a presenter, an author, a charity founder, and one of the country's most inspirational here, stories here. and speakers it is the amazing Miss Katie Piper Yay. hello well that was a good introduction thanks that was a good one that was Alvin. a tough pedestal to be on well come on you've earned it oh thank you well I don't know about that but thank you how do you when, when you look in the mirror in the morning what do you tell yourself <laughs> that you are you know who, who am I Shattered. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, we have to say something. You've only just recently had a, your second baby. That's and right. Yeah, 14 yeah. weeks 14 ago, right? 14 weeks ago. And by the yeah. way, readers, yeah. to look at Katie, you would never know it. <laughs> I mean, how, yeah. are you, how are you handling it? I mean, is the second one harder? I think there's this like new confidence with the second one. And, you know, the poor child has no photos of themselves printed off on the walls in the so house. That's the thing. I never had a second one. And I would have liked to in a lot of ways. but Because I remember sort of smothering the first one with yeah. such anxiety and paranoia. I was yeah. thinking, I've got to have another one so that this poor kid gets a break from yeah. all my... That's the positive Helicoptering, thing. yeah. So much less anxious. You know, you know they're yeah. not going to die. You know it's fine. You know, you know, with the first one, I sat there reading books, showing them black and white images. Now I'm just like, I'm going to do my emails. You're never going to remember this. <laughs> yeah, know, I know. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. And you're not going to get ill, really, statistically. Maybe not, you know. So it's good. It's much better. You're so much more confident. And also, clearly, maternity leave doesn't apply to you, Katie. No. It was a good time to have the baby just before Christmas. You know, the lull and work is naturally there. Everyone 
man skiing or somewhere like the Maldives or something. Discreetly you know? pop that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it out, get it done. And then yeah. I kind of just went back to work in January. Um, I am really fortunate that some of the work I do, I can take the baby with me. The baby's coming on tour. Uh, my eldest at four is quite independent. You know, she passes nappies, she talks to me. Aww. She asks me why my tummy's still fat when there's no baby in there. <laughs> you know, They're straight been, talkers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's been really yeah. funny. Harshest critics, kids. Get a filter, yeah. kid. Get yeah. A filter. <laughs> but yeah. it's good. It's like, it's like a best mate, you know, like with the first, it was just me and her at home alone. With my daughter being there, I kind of shared the baby. It's quite cool. Yeah. So. Is your older one, is she aware of your celebrity? Sort of, um, but sort of not. She's If I'm at home and stuff's on telly, she's like, so how come you're in the telly and you're here? And then, you know, she loves this thing, Kids Tube. She watches Kids Tube where kids like open toys and explain the toys to you. Oh, and yeah. she's like, mum, get me in the iPad. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> told a bit of a white lie. I'm like, oh, I don't really know how people get in the iPad. She's like, I've seen you in the iPad. And I'm like, well, you know. Oh, that's yeah. That's brilliant. So, but she's obviously not allowed in the iPad, <laughs> <laughs> age four. But um, she came to a show. We did this um, show, Bristol Fashion Week, the other week, and it was like diverse catwalk with dis- people with disabilities and disfigurement. She came to the rehearsal, she was on the catwalk and stuff, and she was like, oh, you're going to be on there. So, But I think maybe she just thinks everyone's on there. So yeah. it was interesting because she noticed the disabilities in the models, but she's never noticed my disfigurement. Oh. And it opened up a conversation about people with prosthetics. And I said, oh, what about mummy? And she was like, what? I said, anything different about mummy? She was like, still got the still got the big tummy, but no baby. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> Stop body shaming me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then that was it. The conversation ended. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. And also, you mentioned obviously the tour. So, talk, do you want to talk a bit more about that? Yeah. You're taking so, yourself on tour. How amazing is that? Do you know what? It's really cool because like a proper rock star. Yeah, rock star. Know, so, well, I don't know. Then when you go and you see all the minging dressing rooms and how low budget it all is, you realise <laughs> it's not rock star. Um, but I've done so much um, corporate speaking, um, and I thought, you know, I'm a really accomplished speaker. This is going to be really easy. But still, I get really nervous, and it is totally different to being booked for doing corporate talks because it's like it's a two-hour show, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, holding an audience for that long is it takes quite daunting yeah. yeah and it can't just be holding them through one style of you know here's my story are you shocked are you inspired you know there has to be humour there has to be light there has to be dark there has to be a bit of sort of interaction and audience take home as well um, and I started writing the show um, before I was pregnant and then obviously that continued through the pregnancy the hormones and then I was like at the end of the pregnancy like I can't do this I can't go on stage alone I'm crap and they'll know I'm crap and <laughs> Oh my god! And then I'd had the baby. Every, every it, writer's it, process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I regret the whole thing. Can we just like take the tickets off for sale? Oh my and god! Then it was fine. And I've done I've done four shows now. I'm actually on the tour, and it's brilliant. I've had standing ovations. People have blogged, and you know the blog is the best feedback because they're not paid to blog. They just yeah. write what they want, you know, and you you get to read that. So that's good. So yeah, it's going well. One woman show, looking at mental health, serious parts, funny parts, costume changes, lycra. Dancing. What music. more could you ask for? Sounds yeah. like Britain's got talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's fun because it's one of those like bucket list things. I never thought I'd get to do it. And it's some of it's gruelling, but some of it I'm really enjoying and, and is it great totally up and down the country? Up and down the country. There's one London date on the twenty first of May and the rest is all regional. So yeah, yeah it's cool. And how, how do you find the sort of audiences? Do they vary from city to city or they have so far, I'd say it's primarily female audience, um, with a couple of like plus one one men dragged along who then end up really enjoying it which oh is, no and do you, you know, look at the guys in the audience and think 
oh, I know you don't want to be here. How does yeah. that make you feel when you stand on stage? I feel like they misheard and thought it might have been Katie Price. <laughs> A whole different kind of show. Really disappointed. Um, but no, because actually, you know, it is looking at things like anxiety and depression. And, you know, that affects all of us. It doesn't matter what gender And men, you could argue even more so at the moment. Yeah. It's the biggest killer in yeah. men, you know? Well, there's a meet and greet um, for people that bought the posh tickets at the end. And a lot of those are the plus one men. And they're like, I didn't want to come or I didn't know even who you were, but I'm really glad I came because mm. X, Y, Z. And then that's always like, that's the best feedback you can get, you know? And what do you think is, what's, what's your goal for the takeaway for people? Um, I think it's looking at the modern world we live in where we have this ironic, vicious circle of envying things that don't exist. So like with social media and blogging, um, and to sort of really give a real perspective of, you know, the question I'm asked always is how to be confident. And I think to answer that question, we have to break down what is confidence? You know, it's not a fleeting moment. What we all want is consistent confidence in all areas of our life really hard to get Um, so you know the tour breaks that down into sections of (coughs) acceptance owning it facing up to mental health problems and then finally sustaining that once we have it so I hope it will be a bit of a life changer for people to realize what it really is you know I always feel like my story doesn't get done justice within like tabloid press of like um, this thing happened to me and I'm really inspiring and now I'm okay it really doesn't work like that you know and you really can't answer that question in a you know like take a break article that's in the hairdressers when you go and get your roots done so I hope to give a more intelligent informed answer in that tour and one that people can apply to anything you don't have to be burned to apply that message to your life and do you think as well I mean because I guess you know, it's a relatively new thing isn't it for people to at least openly talk about mental health and therapy mm, I mean yeah. is that something that very much you became aware of do you, you, were you, or were you always quite in touch with your mental health or, you know, is it relatively no, a new thing for you? I think I've become more in touch with it. I, I mean, I had no choice, you know, mm. and I've been through a lot of professional health, a lot of therapy. And I think it's great, the movement we're seeing with celebrities, because, you know, like, people on the street think, well, if you're wealthy, you won't get affected by mental health because... Oh, isn't it crazy? Mm. I know, it's really weird. And yeah. It's like, I don't know, maybe more so you'd be affected by mental health if you had material possessions. Well, it's just different baggage, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. maybe you then feel that you've lost the right to voice it because you should be happy because yeah. you're rich or whatever so I think it's great people with shiny lives are coming out saying everything's not so shiny behind closed doors and it could never be a negative thing all different people from different backgrounds discussing what is taboo and just should not be taboo like why should it be yeah. taboo it's, it's also like, I think it's very very much a British thing as well because it was quite mm. interesting I was talking to an American friend of mine the other day and, and I just sort of said oh how's your day been so oh, I just came from therapy and she's like wow she's like you're the first British person I've ever heard openly acknowledge you go yeah. to a therapist like in a America, we all see them every day, every, every day of the week. Like going yeah. to the gym? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, I think it's really important that people now start in the UK because we have been that, that British reserve, that stiff upper lip has yeah. prevented us from really acknowledging that we all at the end of the day need to look after ourselves mentally as well as physically. Well, it's like the beauty industry being this billion dollar industry and we all, you know, we all look after our bodies, our skin, and, but we don't look after the inside. Mm. Um, I mean, even as English people, we don't look after our teeth, you know, <laughs> now, now we're getting better at looking after yeah. our teeth. Because the of- teeth and the mental health are going hand in hand. Yes. It's good. Well, yours are bloody magnificent. Well, I'm investing in both. (laughs) And it's paying off for me in all kind of ways. But yeah, I mean, when people say to me, are you still in therapy? I'm like, 
am I still in therapy? I'll be in therapy for the rest of my life. Mm. Maybe not of a physical therapist, but in many other ways. Of course I'm still in therapy because... What would you say to the one person that's very reticent? Do they feel like, oh, you know, it, it, it's their, making that first step. But what's your first... It's your responsibility to look after you. You can't go yes. out there and like think you can have relationships, um, have a family, if you're not going to look after your mental health. You know, you can't be in love with somebody if you're not putting yourself first and loving yourself. Um, yeah, you, it's per- confidence... Good mental health is personal responsibility. Please don't scroll for Instagram and wish I was her, wish I had my stuff together like she did. You know, you've got to make it happen for you. Um, and it won't happen any other way, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you think, and I don't want to, it's hard to frame this question and, and you know, sort of like worrying about being insensitive, but in, in some ways, what you've been through, do you feel like it's it's almost given a gift, like nothing could ever be that bad? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's a good um, comparison meter, isn't it? Of like, mm. well, whatever life throws at me, I guess it can't get worse than that. And, you know, there's all these affirmations about things, if they don't break you, they make you stronger. And I suppose it is a good gauge. Um, but, you know, it, you can't sort of say, it's like, you know, if you've had cancer, okay, well, I don't deserve anything else after this. Bad things are still going to happen. Other bereavements are still going to happen, you know. And it depends, you know, for me, my mum got ill and that was just as bad. It wasn't as physical to me, but it was still a big part of my life. Um, I guess yeah. it just helps with perspective, doesn't it? I it think does. this is the problem you often have is, and I think, you know, you know, I do think the majority of people don't have such awful things. Obviously, we all have yeah. things of bereavement. You know, generally speaking, we don't all go through terrible things. And I think you then have a tendency to think that actual inconsequential things are mm. really important when in fact they're not. When you hear about what's really important, yeah. it's, it, you know, I think that's often enlightening. And it's breaking the rules of like, you know, you're told as a young woman, if your appearance is altered, that's the worst thing. And you're like, well, why? Who sets up that rule? Why? Only because society says it. So why can't, you know, we're seeing of all these bloggers and all these different shapes and sizes that we're seeing in campaigns now. We're seeing people break those rules and set their, their new set of standards. So, you know, I say that that's about that reinventing ourselves and it's a big topic around identity and self-worth and you know it's so interesting you say that it's like i i don't want to get anyone in trouble but my my daughter's group is of that age that's sort of like that hormonal sort of bullying age yeah and one one of them posted on instagram i think privately but still sort of who they thought were the five prettiest girls oh that's interesting in the year and it took me hurtling back to it took me hurtling back to that time and how awful it is and then my daughter told me that another girl put on that it's like who do you think you are to decide Uh and what does it matter who's the prettiest and who isn't and i'm you know i want my friends to value me for more than that and i just it i thought wow because Good for her. Mm. Speaking Human nature doesn't really change, Mm -hmm. but that that part of the conversation would not have happened when I was at high school. Mm -hmm. So it's slow, but I think that yes, you're absolutely right. What's going on in society is having a real change in like people's attitudinal shifts, and I think that's amazing. All the movements out there at the moment are changing so many things, and that's where social media is so powerful because it has given the voiceless a voice. It's also given the idiots a voice. So there's like that that mix. But but we need we need to know who the idiots are. Yeah. So I'm quite I'm fine with that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think it's positive. It's a platform. No more secret idiots. No, they're all out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes back to personal responsibility. Use it wisely and recognize the idiots. Understand yeah. that, you know, protect yourself. And you're right, actually, idiots aren't very good at covering their tracks. Yeah, you know, they're very openly true. idiotic, so you can easily. Spot I'm them. trying. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning as I go along. Well, speaking of idiocy, should we choose oh, some yeah. topics, people? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is it just me that absolutely shudders at the thought of clubbing? 
Is it just you? I can answer that succinctly and immediately. No. I, I remember... Um, this is where we alienate our very young old... Uh, any of your younger member of audience. I've but... always been such an old fogey. <laughs> yeah. I remember being 19 to sort of 25 and going to clubs and suffering through it with my friends and literally standing on the dance floor at 2 o'clock in the morning thinking... Don't worry, one day you'll be 30 and no one will let you in here. And then you can just go home and have a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, see, I mean... For when me, did you kick off your retirement year of your clubbing? Did you ever enjoy it? Well, I looked back and thought I did, but I was so drunk. I wasn't in the present moment anyway. So it was like an anaesthetised fake thing. Like, I look back and I'm like, that wasn't genuine real fun because mm. I had to get drunk to enjoy it. I wasn't one of those sober people. So it was all a lie anyway, you know? Do you think it's the expectations? I feel like every time someone mentions clubbing, it, it feels like it's a real, like, you know, like, actual, like almost like a mini New Year's Eve. You know when New yeah, Year's yeah. Eve is built up to fail? It's so because true. it's always a big sort of production and everyone gets really jealous. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of your time because normally you, you're there from like 12 till 5 a.m. Oh my God. The whole thing and, is a big investment. And that's the thing. Yeah. For me, it's the endurance test. Yeah. I just cannot stay awake that long. See, I can't do it. <laughs> no, oh my God, definitely yeah. not. I mean, I, I love going out still, but I love a good round table and I love drinking at the table, eating, talking so I can hear the people reply. I hate people getting too close to me spitting in my ear trying to speak really loud I don't um, know how old you are Katie but you sound as middle aged as well. <laughs> she's I, not I'm 34 I'm I'm she's a baby oh, you're a baby yeah. But it's yeah I like to be able to sit down I have no truck with this no reservation thing I want to yeah. know that I'm getting a table oh yeah nice yeah. But that's so you, that's so funny what you said about the, I mean clubbing conversations are literally just a joke because oh, when anyone tries to talk to you in a club yeah. environment you try and you, you, you just go you smile and nod and they could have told you the most depressing thing about themselves yeah. and you're just laughing and smiling going thinking and pretending you know what they're saying I remember my last trip to a club I I sort of stood there it was about three o'clock in the morning and a random man who I'd never met before in my life turned around and licked my face like from from chin to forehead and I could smell it for the rest of the night oh my god that's it I'm done I'm done why am I doing this that's like a salt that's disgusting yeah Yeah. oh my god God. I didn't think I had a me too yeah that's your me too yeah Yeah. I mean it's funny, isn't it? Because I have to say, I, I always say this, I'm at that point now, I, the, I'm with you, Katie, the idea of going clubbing makes me literally shudder and want to run for the hills, yeah. or run for my home in the hills. But, I mean, having said that, if you catch me at just that teetering, drunken, you know, buzzy moment... You'd still go. I would go. And I have been, and I've had moments of success where I've actually yeah. loved it and I've also had moments of going oh my god I've lasted half an hour and I thought get me the hell home so I haven't quite given up the ghost entirely so, yeah. and I will say I went to Ibiza for the first time oh god, last summer well it was a 40th birthday party we talk about literally you know the, <laughs> the lights of being literally like faded down but we all went to Ibiza for this 40th birthday and I did surprise myself because wow. I don't know if it's because I thought I'm in Ibiza when in Ibiza you know when in yeah. Rome did you um, stay awake all night though? I actually went to one club, and I have to say, it's probably one of the best nights ever. I found probably the best clubbing night of my life, even when I was in my 20s. And I was out till 7am. So what was oh good about God. it? Because I've t- never had a good experience. I think no. it was just, it is. It's, it's the, I mean, it was busy, but it wasn't too busy. And the music was just, for me, because I, I find for me, it's about, it's a bit like being Goldilocks. Finding your, the right DJ or the right kind of music. Because we're yeah. all a bit particular, aren't you? And yeah. some people like the really heavy stuff. And I had some nights in Ibiza where that literally made me want to just cry because it was so depressing so I need just to find a club where they play the Grease soundtrack all exactly. night or, or David <laughs> Bowie even if yeah. I found the right music I'd be like can you take down a bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
headache. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. funny. That, I don't know. I, I think I could be a bit of a fair weather clubber. But I mean, but I also think, I know I shouldn't say this. Maybe this isn't very correct to say it. But also you can't help but feel, is it an age thing? You, no one wants to be that old yeah. fart on the dance floor and in a club. You know, I didn't enjoy it when I was young. No, I didn't love What's it What's wrong with me? Young. But having yeah. said that, in Ibiza, there were people in their 60s and 70s and I loved it. Maybe that's why I loved this one night. But maybe that's the next stage you get to when then yeah. you're reborn. And then well, you I guess, like, you, you is, think, it, is it because you felt all young and, and funky? Possibly, the, maybe that's exactly what it was. People. I was like, yeah. hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, I'm old and investing in nice clothes and handbags and I don't want people to spill stuff on them. Yeah. I want a table where I put the bag and then people couldn't be like, nice Top. I'm like, where's your top from? Oh my you god, know, we sound like sweat. such princesses, and I'm, I'm, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, no, I openly hate it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on the whole, but I. I don't think I'm quite ready to hang up my shoes just yet because I don't want to be a total hypocrite saying yeah yeah I'm done with all that and then yeah. somebody will spot me somewhere but if you want to defend clubbing yes. then do email us at isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com because in fairness I don't think I've been to a club since about 1994 if you want to invite me so, and Joe up clubbing yeah. email us I will not go I'm not coming <laughs> and, no and way. you will not want me to come with you I, 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 you know I guess I could hold the handbags but if they're nicer than mine I'm going to steal them <laughs> so yeah. yeah do email us we love hearing from you guys um and yes, feel free to call us old farts, tell us what you think of the show. And also, if you do get a second, we'd love you to review the show on iTunes because uh, it really helps the show perform. You've reviewed it, haven't you, Katie? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, you know, you won't be released from this office yeah. until you do. Because she's, she's not clubbing anymore. Yeah. So all, she does, all she does now is go home and review things on iTunes, right, Katie? Yeah. You're sitting down, life. you can hear yeah. us. Yeah, it's fun. great. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Is it just me? I mean, I'm, I'm finding it's happening more and more that now I catch myself watching Insta stories rather than actually watching live TV. Is it just me? Ooh. 
It's not because I am the worst for this to the point it's my husband's bugbear about me. <laughs> is it a bad thing though? Well, my husband's like, can you stop stalking other people's lives <laughs> and be in our life with me and you? <laughs> um, and also, again, I'm the person recording lots of what we're doing. I mean, he's not social media at all. He doesn't even have accounts, you know. No, like, we call my so, husband the ghost. Oh yeah, mine's <laughs> yeah. He's just anonymous yeah. and doesn't, he just thinks it's weird. Um, and he gets fed up with me, you know, he's like, can you just eat the food and stop filming the food and filming the process of making the food? But yeah, I mean, I was sitting on the sofa. He's crazy. <laughs> I would sit on the sofa and happily watch Insta story, and I would gauge how long I've done it. But I'll know he's gone out to the gym or he's gone for dinner. He comes home, I'm still there. He's like, I've so been we're talking multiple hours. hours. Yeah. So who do you like on Insta stories? Because I mean, my friend and our friend Dorno Porter is sort of like owning it at the moment. She's oh, is like, she good? Like, she's just so. I just never think to do it. I mean, mm. she's TV trained, so she thinks that way. Yeah. But um. Most people I follow are doing like just static pictures every now and again on Insta stories. No, see, I follow some young, cool people who are doing stuff that <laughs> those I... clubbers. Yeah, well, like even like Maya <laughs> Jama, she's on radio yeah. once. She's fun, and I'm just at home eating, watching it, and I'm just like getting excitement, living my life through her. Then I'll follow people I relate to, so Giovanni, Rochelle Humes. They're blogging about their kids, their working life, juggling yeah. it all, and I kind of love that. And then I'll follow the people that make me feel bad about myself but motivate me: the trainers, the exercise, <laughs> the rest some of the healthy living vegan people who are recycling everything um i'll tell you my issue with it katie right i mean i don't think I'm, I'm quite as far down the line with it as you are i mean i find i do get a bit bored but the one thing that always pretty much stops you in my insta stories tracks mm-hmm. is the lives i think that's a real problem some of them are quite weird so well, it's, it? i just feel like you know you i like in stories because you can watch them there's you, normally there's a bit start a middle, middle and an end and, and then them. once you hit that obstacle of a life you're like oh hang no. on then you have to sort of it's just someone in a fast, taxi for, oh yeah i feel like you, i'm you fast forwarding i know that? i know but i still no, feel that i, I feel, don't know how to do i that. feel like that should be a separate thing i think there should be a whole live well, section just get rid of them i know just like swipe swipe away but do you get worried about offending people i, I, I mean i will be honest there are once I've gone into somebody's story, I do feel compelled to then literally go all the way through to the end. I don't want them to think no. I didn't watch all the way You're to the end. You're too nice. The only etiquette I feel, I don't care who I offend, I worry who gets scared that I'm stalking them too much because it shows that Who's I've watched seen? it. Yeah. So who are you stalking too much? Come on. <laughs> all of the fashion yeah. time. It's just I mean, us. Do you know what it is? It's the times I stalk because obviously having a baby, I'm up at weird times. But it's probably so, a lifeline for you then when you're feeding. Yeah, yeah. Feeding and up. And I there's a lot of like taxi journeys between jobs. I go and have a good stalk. Between people traveling. want the audience mm. yeah so, so they're not yeah. fussy yeah they don't care I'm going to um, hold the line for television because I, I you know <laughs> what's I, that I, I think, yeah. what is this TV you speak of Joe? <laughs> no judgement guys absolutely you've got very very full and interesting lives <laughs> sitting reading looking at your Insta stories and that's absolutely fine I, I fear the slippery slope of that becoming so enragingly enra- popular that my Netflix dies mm. or or my terrestrial TV I need it you yeah. need it I think Netflix well, is safe I, I do worry for mainstream TV but then yeah I mean, whenever I've got a TV show on, I'll jump on a live and be like, guys, I made the show, it's on channel, blah, blah, tonight, watch it. And they're all like, we're watching stories, bitch. <laughs> I don't watch them, isn't it? Just for one night only, just yeah. watch this. Well, I mean, yeah. I could, also arguing for it, I mean, the people that do it well, they are like little mini films. They're, they're done really, really yeah. well. I mean, they're the lazy ones who are a bit like, hey, but the people that do it well are really funny yeah. and they add little bells and whistles. People and... are starting to use it as... 
a little talent scout yeah. ground and people are getting yeah. I mean, television on the back of it. Joe, like, I tell you who would convince, do you watch lovely Sarah Power of Jules and Sarah podcast? Oh, she's friend. great. Hi, Sarah. Her story, hello, Sarah, if you're listening. Yeah. Her stories are hysterical because for me, it's like a little mini stand-up gig every day. Yeah. Oh, Without really? fail, okay. I will watch her and she will make me laugh out loud about so something. So it sort of replaced Vine in a lot of ways in yeah. that way, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But this yeah. is when it loses its authenticity. When it becomes too commercial and lucrative, it gets mm. spoiled. But when it's really authentic and they're funny and they're in their bedroom or they're going about their day, you feel like you're getting this private little look in. Yeah. And if they if they kind of partnership with people and get sponsored, they lose that. Yeah, you know? true. So it's like everything. Don't isn't get it? successful, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I mean, but but speaking of which, so what what is what kind of TV in traditional sense does it for you then, Katie? Um, I, what gets I, you off Insta stories? Stream of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Millisecond little grabs. You know, someone will commission that. I mean, Gogglebox got commissioned for yeah. crying yeah. out loud. Yeah. I, I like Gogglebox. I, I like first like dates. They're good. I mean, yeah. I only really like documentaries, real life stuff, a bit of reality telly for escapism and kind of trash. Are you um, a Love Island fan? I was for one of the series, not every year religiously. Right. Um, and I'll watch a bit of uh, Celebrity Big Brother if they get good celebs that completely embarrass themselves, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, mainly documentaries. I watch a lot of BBC Three. Now that's gone yeah. solely online. I like mm. that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big TV person. It has to be real life stuff. I don't watch box sets. I don't watch series. You're not like a Netflix binge watcher. No, we don't even have Netflix. Oh don't my God. You? I We've just got Sky, it... telly, that's it. Wow. I actually don't think I could get up in the morning if I knew Netflix wasn't there. No. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's that, that's really quite refreshing to hear. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I, I mean, I watched like CBBBS. <laughs> I, I love Peter Rabbit the film. I don't, I don't miss those days when yeah. you when you're watching Claude the Bear and thinking, oh yeah, I've seen this one. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, a classic. Yeah. I like Peppa yeah. Pig. It's quite adult innuendo. It's quite good, you know. Well, actually, Panto? Ben and Holly is better for that. Oh, really? watch Ben okay. and Holly. I watch a bit of Ben and Holly. Read a lot of Ben and Holly books. It's, it's so. Ben and Holly yeah. is like. Monty Python wrote it. It's oh, like really? it, it's like it's so it's quite subversive and there's quite like real sort of like adult sarcasm. See, I don't in concentrate enough because yeah. I pose as the as the parents sat next to on the sofa watching Ben Holly, but really I'm on an like Insta story while she's watching Ben Holly. Yeah. It's the multitasking. I mean it's win win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So are you convinced then, Joe? You're going to get on board with Insta stories? No. <laughs> I mean, you're not for the turning day. She's not. She's not Let going clubbing. She's not yeah. going Insta story. You're not watching the right people. You're missing out. And if you had the right, sorry, what's your top five people on Insta story? Well, I'd, a lovely Sarah Powell, I would say. Is very, All right, very I'm going to have a. I'm give you a look. Sarah. I mean, to be honest, it, it does vary. I, I'm with you a bit. I mean, it's it's often the ones. Uh, I mean, I feel like I don't. I I don't think to do it. So I wonder if that's my big obstacle but how well so far anyway I'm getting there but I, I, I'm not yeah. quite on, as fully on board as you are so you don't film yourself enough no I mean I don't do I do very little in stories what about the weird people that go live and they just pop the phone up and they just film themselves getting dressed I don't like, like it that's yeah, true I'm against it's not it. sexual it's weird it's mm. just like they're doing their hair they're getting dressed they're in their bra and then they're off out <laughs> and and I'm watching it and I'm waiting and I'm vested so much I have to say I just but. think that that's um, that's got to be an unhealthy addiction where, it's where it's like I, do, I don't exist unless I'm yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I've got a, a, an audience online yeah. but whereas I don't I, like it but whereas I do weird. feel the people I, I actually admire the people that really put so much effort into it I mean yeah. that, that, and I just can't even my brain doesn't even work in that way to think well, to that, do it that's why it's kind of like shut down to me because yeah. I don't I don't know how to access it but all, so I, I, yeah. but all I will say is I remember a, a time when Jo Elvin did not like Instagram she didn't get it she didn't like it oh, and now true? I don't okay. remember that at all yeah. Yes, yeah. she, she didn't like it. She resisted for a long, long time. That was my idiot twin sister. 
stone. <laughs> <laughs> so Katya, I'll give her a couple more months and I reckon she'll be all over that Insta yeah. stories. She'll yeah. be like cashing in that Netflix subscription. Nah, I like, I like um, Instagram filters too much and you can't really do that on live. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. can put ears on yourself. Oh, yeah, you could do this. So, yeah. You turn yourself into a rat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I'll do that. Yeah. All right, yeah. watch out for that, okay. everyone. She's warm to that. Coming soon. <laughs> So as you know, guys, we love hearing from you here on Is It Just Me? Uh, and we've got a great little email all the way from America this week. Uh, it's from Kelly Rothschild. Hello, Kelly. Thank you so much for listening. And you messaged us to say... Uh, she's no, from Boston. She's from Boston. She says, yeah. no coloured paper here in the States. I think you're referring to coloured toilet paper because I went into a massive rant about that on a few episodes uh, a few episodes ago. Um, she says, I've never seen it, actually. I didn't even know it was a thing. Americans seem to love a variety in softness, toughness, and sheets roll, but not colour. Thanks know. for a great show. I don't know where you shop, Kelly, but there is no way that America has missed out on the opportunity to give the choice of colour. Have you seen... I was in America last week. The supermarkets are insane. It's like, you know, there's... I don't know. But, like, Joe, they've got Donald Trump. They're suffering enough. They don't need to- coloured toilet paper. I bet Donald Trump's got toilet, coloured toilet paper. probably the same colour as his hair. I bet he's got it with, um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, who does he hate this week? He's probably got already got Comey printed on oh, on all the sort of, like, little sheets so we can wipe him. Well, okay, if any other American listeners are out there and you have seen coloured toilet paper, get in touch, let us know. Yeah, well, you Otherwise, know I see everywhere is toilet paper with Donald Trump's face on. Everywhere. <laughs> like, so many of my friends have got that now. He's good for yeah. something, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so, I yes. I don't want to see that face any more than I need to. <laughs> but, hey, all there. Thank you so much for getting in touch, Kelly. And for enjoying the show. We love hearing from you. And yeah, if you have any sort of uh, messages or any suggestions for guests you'd love to see on the show or topics you want us to cover, then you know the email address. It's isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. Katie Piper, James Williams. Is it just me who is an utter, total and shameless Tiva. Now, what I mean by that is obviously T-Diva. We're talking about this today. I saw on Twitter somebody put out a press release, something like... 9,800 disappointing cups of tea in the average Britain's life. I think that's quite a low number, (laughs) considering I don't let... I am such a Tiva that my office rule in my new job and in my old jobs is... I don't um, want to make any of you a cup of tea, and Mm. I don't ask any of you to make me a cup of tea, Mm. because even I get my own cup of tea wrong sometimes so I'm, it's a dangerous I'm game so fussy about it I, well, I, I like that yeah. rule yeah I, because it's quite a personal particular thing and I barely I don't make tea we only have herbal tea in my house and if someone came and asked for it I would not just want them to make their own I want them to bring their own tea bags because we don't even have <laughs> and you're even British I'm, I was going to say Kate, what, what is this lunacy what are you yeah. thinking of I mean tea, what is tea like you know we have herbal teas for all different elements so we have chamomile for anxiety we have mint for digestion then we have coffee to live to wake up and function I don't understand the purpose of the other tea. So hang on, have you never had like builder's tea in your life? Like when you grow, growing up and stuff, you never oh, had? When we had workmen at the house, I had to go and buy a box of tea tea, you know? <laughs> so do you, how do you make a cup of tea? I want to know this. Well, when, when you have to, when you're when forced you have to at gunpoint to make... An English breakfast yeah. tea. I don't really understand how to do it because we don't, we also don't drink milk in my house. We have hemp milk, right? So, oh my God, what is this insanity? <laughs> so, so I put oh the gosh. hemp milk in and then it like curdles and comes to the top. Oh. And then I'm like, well, I leave the tea bag in because I drink herbal tea. So I don't oh really no. understand the etiquette with that. And then I just like panic and I'm like, do you want to do it? I don't want to do it. I don't want to get involved. You may as well just pack up and go and live in Paris. <laughs> They're your people. They don't know how to make I was going to say, and 
Can I just check? So was your husband not a tea drinker before no, you met you? Why, you no. Is that when you knew you were meant for each other? Yeah, that's probably how we met. You know, <laughs> unlike profile, doesn't like tea. That's great. Talk about married. Because yeah. Yeah. I mean, your husband's British as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's quite unusual, I would say. But what's the point of tea? Coffee has your caffeine, tick box. So does tea. <laughs> but herbal tea has all these soothing properties, you know, so we don't need tea. It's just this weird mid-range Where thing. Where the friggin' hell would East Enders and Coronation Street be if people couldn't make a cup of tea in a time of I trauma know. and crisis? Do you think... Were you always a big tea drinker back home in Australia? Oh, my gosh. More I, so think, since I think... Coming no, here. no, no, no. Australians are huge on tea. And, I mean, you As know, well. we are... It's our English ancestry. Yeah. But it's... Yes, and I would wager that I think Australians take it even more seriously than and I think we like it in the main I think we like it even stronger what yeah. time in the day do you drink Come on in. oh but that wakes you up too oh yeah well that's oh. interesting though but you see I mean when I have my mum and dad come to stay because my thing is I, I've now I guess been fed that and I, I don't know if it's a media construct but you know we all talk about you know getting the best sleep of your life and you have to do these certain things mm. to, to get a good night's sleep and one of the golden rules is no caffeine after midday oh, whereas that. my mum and dad come and stay with me and they are literally drinking cups of tea up until like 10 o'clock say my parents are like that and yeah. you know so I have to say I mean I used to be very I was a bit like anti-decaffeinated uh, English breakfast tea right. but I've recently embraced that because I've suddenly thought and this is going to sound really sad in an attempt to not drink alcohol in the evening yeah. I'm actually thinking oh what do I want to drink and I'm thinking oh, I'll drink tea and I do do you know peppermint teas well, that's and why we do the herbal teas, teas yeah. instead of gin and tonic but now I've embraced the you're doing it wrong <laughs> Gin and tonic herbal tea, did you know that? Who, what is who that goes, like? God, I really, really, I could murder a GT right now, but you know what? I'll have a peppermint tea, it's just the same. <laughs> Me, yeah, what is going on? So, what's what's your cutoff time for tea? Is it midday then? Is that, yeah, I would mean, normally, yeah, it. I mean, I mean, at a push, no, I'm not actually, I would probably have a coffee up until three o'clock, coffee or tea up until oh, three gosh, in the afternoon. But if I have a cup of tea about four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, I'm having a fucking shocking day, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is like real, sort of like. I, it, this is the only thing that's going to get my soul through the next yeah. two hours. So when you cut off tea, what replaces your tea? For water. The rest? Just I'm water. Very, I'm very strict with myself because I am, I, I do, I, if I drink caffeine after a certain time, I'm not getting to sleep that night. Yeah. So, yeah. So my husband drinks green tea before bed. I don't know how he even sleeps. But you know... Well, that, that has quite a lot of caffeine in yeah. it, doesn't it? And then he's that annoying person that gets to bed night. Is no. he genuinely enjoying that green tea? Oh, he has green tea with strawberry, strawberry green tea. Wow. So nice. And then he gets to bed, I'm like, don't you want to talk about X, Y, Z? He's like, no, he's asleep. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're ever invited around to delightful Katie Piper's house... <laughs> well, don't... Ex- <laughs> well, first, first of all, don't B-Y-O expect... B-Y-O tea bags. Yeah. Or don't expect a cup of tea. Yeah. And, well, as in old-fashioned tea. But yeah. I think it's a personal thing. I think you're right, you shouldn't make other people tea because it is mm. very personal. And if you get it wrong and they don't know you that well, they're seething and... Well, it's all know. about the milk ration as well. I always find... I, I like a strong tea, but I like yeah. quite a lot of milk with it. And I think some people just think, oh, builder's tea needs to be, like, literally so, so strong and then hardly any milk. But I don't think that is what builders tea is. But this is the I problem. Agree with it's you, all so open to interpretation. What's a dairy intolerant person supposed to do? I mean, why? Can I ask why? What this is going to be such a middle class conversation? Why hemp, hemp milk over say almond or rice or? or... Um, so I think almonds bad for your skin. My daughter's oh. got eczema, and rice in this country isn't. You know, it's it's got so much arsenic and chemicals on it, and I think the best, most natural is hemp. And do you find that's quite a good substitute? Does it taste like milk? 
I haven't drunk milk for so long. Right. Like, I just actually forgotten. And, and, you know, I'm one of those people that looks at Instagram and looks at dairy farming and I'm like, I don't yeah. drink milk, you know. So don't drink milk of anything. Ever. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't have it in the house. So you have no dairy? Well, at Christmas, I did pick up the brie with one hand at least. <laughs> <laughs> one day a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dairy. But yeah. to, that's my bigger issue with giving up dairy. It's not giving up milk. It's giving up cheese. I yeah. think it would be, as in, and I don't eat it a lot, but no. if I'm going out somewhere for dinner or to somebody's house for dinner party, I would like yeah. to have at least the option of having the cheese board. I'm like, doesn't eat dairy, but loves the cheese board in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. That. You love bitchy. I just don't know what to say. It's like, <laughs> it's such a revelation to me today. I can't understand. It is, I, I, I think I'd be too scared to try hemp milk. Even the name just sounds so... I can't believe that you hate tea, but you'll drink hemp milk. Yeah. I, yeah. Even a nice hot glass of hemp milk instead of a tea. <laughs> Takes all kinds, doesn't it? Eh? Hot Takes gla- all kinds. She's crazy, that Katie oh, Piper. Yeah, yeah. With a hot glass of hemp milk, not going clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> you have a teapot at home. <sighs> I know I know I've finally like acknowledged and accepted middle age. I really embraced the teapot. I've actually bought a nice teapot and but I love it. Don't you think that's what, you know this podcast really uncovers the real truths it about does. people, don't you think? I swear. I just feel like, you know, you've, I don't think, that, that's like a world exclusive. But I think that, Casey's going to yeah. leave here today and she's talked about things that are going to stay with her. What is pondering the perfect on. tea then? What's the perfect tea? Well, I would argue, I mean, I don't know if this is a total psychological like trick, but I swear when I make tea in a teapot, it tastes better. No, I, I like a really, really strong tea Yorkshire bag tea. that I like stabbed tea. the bugger out of while oh. it's, it's had like hot water, the boiling, Very boiling, hot. still rolling water into the cup. Make it so that I can't see. It's like it's got to be dense with that sort of, what colour is it? It's tea colour, isn't Mucky, it? Yeah, it's kind just, of, yeah. yeah, like really dense. It's got, I've got to pick out a spoonful on the and see that like, the, the water's got to still be dark in one teaspoon of water that I oh pick up. Oh my gosh. Then as I'm stirring, I'll stick in quite a lot of milk and it's got to have a really beautiful sort of like sienna. <laughs> Sheen. Think, 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 you know, the sienna rooftops in, wow. for, in, in, in Tuscany. It's got to have that look. Yeah. See, because I'm used to herbal teas, I thought tea tea had to be like transparent almost because oh. I'm used to be able to see the tea bag yeah. through the tea oh my god I'm so glad I'm sitting down right now yeah. I, say, I do love yeah. a herbal tea myself I don't be hating on all the herbals I, I, I do love a herbal tea but I could never not have real tea I'm just calling it real I mean, tea how do you get through a hangover without a couple of slices <laughs> of Marmite toast lashings of butter and a really strong cup of builders how do you do it well I don't go with clubbing hemp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never a call for it yeah. it's all the cheese cheese board shit the night before it eats into all the alcohol wake up and have an espresso you yeah. know if I was going to make a tea for you guys do you know how I'd do it right I would boil the kettle put Brace this tea, tea bag in an empty cup splash on some water quick stir put it out bin the tea bag then ask you if you want milk or sugar <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and it would be like pale colour oh. and that would be that some people who would like that I mean this is the problem and look at her she's so she's not even apologising <laughs> no, like, yep. even though she knows now that's a huge error I yeah. also lie to guests when they're like um, I say like sugar or milk I don't I don't say it's not milk milk and and then people go as far to go oh I like green milk I'm like oh, the milk's in the milk in this house is in like a white silvery jar and it's a hemp but I'm not going to tell you so, so but what you 
saying basically is you really, really like to discourage people vi- <laughs> well, visiting your house. No. And that, I can get on board with it, that. It's also fine. very clever because yeah. if you make somebody a shit cup of tea, they'll never ask you to make it for them ever again. That's so you true. actually yeah. got back Always. a lot of your life. My yeah. father's strategy is yeah. he doesn't drink tea. And he's and he, if he makes you a cup of tea, it's as white as a sheet of paper. Isis, where we used to work with some people that would deliberately make you the worst cup of tea, knowing yeah. that oh, yeah. they would never then be asked or expected and to I make one ever again. And I respect that because, you know, with the tea around at Glamour, it was like 12 cups. I used to see it and think I pity the poor person. Oh, it was slightly no. exhausting. Yeah. 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 Anyway, well, on that very serious note. I'm I can't believe you. this is the subject we talk the most about. I know. <laughs> I feel very, very passionate about this. And now I really actually do want a cup of tea. Yeah. Could you make me one, Katie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've learned the lesson. You know how to do it. I just want to see yeah. this, this horror, this, yeah. this, this sort of like, you know, sort of like unearthly thing that I've heard described. Katie's going to send this. you yeah. could start your Insta stories. You know all these makeup artists doing like tutorials and like days of them. You could do like tea tutorials. Tutorials. Yeah, tutorials. I don't want the hate yeah. from all the other teavers yeah. who disagree. Telling you doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Too political. Yeah. Well, Katie, like I said, on that very serious note, Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been good fun. Good luck yeah. with the rest of it. Now, where yeah. can everyone yeah. get tickets for the, for the tour? You can go to my website, katiepiperandyou.co.uk, and all good uh, reputable ticket master places as well. And I'm in uh, London, 21st of May, and all around the country. And we wish you all the best with it. It's, it's really exciting and entertaining, but important work that you're doing. And thank if you, you ever do get scared when you see sort of like the reluctant males, yeah. you're sort of like looking for that moment of inspiration can I say the only thing that sounds like it's missing is maybe just get a dog on stage every now and again <laughs> yeah. Sort of like, yeah just a sort of like cute thing like yeah. that everyone had a little interlude then you oh, literally are oh, Britain's Got Talent you yeah. literally they have nothing on you, you just need the buzzers yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks Katie good luck with the tour thanks, thanks loved having much. you thank you thanks imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.